0: you ready to check your feelings at the door
1: check it out Check it
0: out. this is am I Reister or am I wrong we're bringing you facts and only the truth now am I Reister or
4: am I wrong girl fight
5: <laughs> are you on team Saban or are you on team Jimbo or are you like Deion Sanders and you like paying none of these fools no attention um, name, image, and likeness is causing problems in college football. And maybe we need a celebrity fight between the coaches. Uh, my, my money would be on Dion out of those three because uh, he's the youngest and he was the most physically fit, even though he's m- minus like some some toes or something. Uh, Elon Musk. Somebody needs to take his Twitter like, if he gets control of Twitter, I'm actually afraid for Twitter. I actually thought it was going to be a good idea. at First, nah, this ain't it, homie. He is losing his marbles. Um, uh, top five today. Top five food cuisines of all time. And the Red Ranger from the Power Rangers can no longer save us because he can't save himself. He is in PPP loan trouble. They coming for these folks. I'm George Reister. He's Ralph Ameson, and this is Reister or Wrong. You guys can hit us up, 818-293-7547. Shoot us a text message with all your thoughts. Tell it. Tell us why you're mad, son. Or shoot us an email. I'm mad, I-M-M-A-D, at unafraidjoke.com. So we'll start with Jimbo Fisher and Nick Saban. Nick Saban picked the fight unintentionally, I think. I, I think that Nick Saban was... A, was was trying to talk to his boosters and tell them, like, yo, y'all gotta get a collective around this joint because I can't keep wearing the, you know, I, I can't keep carrying this. $10 million for me is not enough to be able to no- deliver the number one recruiting class every single year. When uh when Texas AM is out here floating out 20 million to do it, out here buying all the players. And uh, Jimbo came back with a response that I just thought was way over the top because I believe a hit dog hollers, but Nick Saban did not say he did anything illegal. He just said I don't like the way the system is. But Nick Saban, he literally gets upset with everything that threatened to Alabama, the the, the up tempo offense. But now he does up tempo offense. Everything, dude. Are you Ralph on Team Jimbo, or are you on Team
4: Saban? I thought what Nick said. I think Nick Saban believes what he is saying. I think he believes it. I d- I have no reason to doubt that what Nick Saban is saying rang true to him. Which is like, hey, we jumped into NIL just like everybody else. We allowed for our players to be. Uh, to market themselves to businesses that would have them. And collectively they raised up to $3 million. And look at us. We still were in the college football playoff. We still had the number two recruiting class in the country. But if you look at the team that had the number one recruiting class in the country, they had an NIL collective agreement with every single player that they're going to get at least a million dollars each. So we're not doing it that way now, but we might be forced to participate in that. And if we do, then, you know, that might put us back in a situation to be number one, but I'm reluctant to do it right now. You know, and you, you look at, the, you know, a guy like Deion Sanders that threw out a, a million dollars to, you know, Travis Hunter. and, and, and I he, like, said,
5: so- he said there was no million dollars that, that, that changed hands. And Travis Hunter said so too. He was like, my mama would not still be living yeah. in a three-bedroom house with five kids if I got a million dollars.
4: Yeah, and I think so. If if I'm going to blame Nick Saban for anything, it's going to be speaking on stuff that that was basically like rumors that were relayed to him, right? Because he wasn't speaking facts. Like he didn't he doesn't have actual numbers. He didn't have papers in front of him saying like, look, Texas A&M spread out twenty six point two million dollars over twenty five players, uh, most of which nego- negotiated through an NIL collective, which was made up of. Uh, businesses around College Station and wealthy alums. Meanwhile, I'm just counting on you guys to approach players to say, like, if this adds value for your business, But and, and that's the way you're doing things now, but we might not be able to do that in the future. Oh, and he was speaking
5: like a, a, to his boosters and donors about getting a collective. He was speaking to them, like, about that. Because the reality is Texas A&M did buy their players. They, but but how many of those players would have already gone to Texas A&M already? It was there and some that, there extra were, incentive. There were
4: players that came down to Bama or AM yeah. that went to AM. and I think it's important, it's important to at the very least acknowledge that Texas A&M has always recruited incredibly well. Yes. They've always out-recruited their performance. A lot of the Texas schools do, including University of Texas, which went five and seven last year and had the number five class. But – Texas A&M, they never won the SEC East with Kevin Sumlin as their head coach, and they always had a top-five class. So they always recruited a high level anyway, but there's guys like Anthony Lucas where it came down to Alabama or Texas A&M and they chose Texas A&M, and that's got to be a hard pill to swallow for a guy who's not used to losing. And the thing that he's going to chalk it up to is, of course, Anthony Lucas would want to come play for me in Tuscaloosa, but he's getting a million dollars at least guaranteed to go to Texas A&M. So he needs to inform his boosters that like, look, there's going to be players that if we want to compete for, we're going to have to, because Texas A&M pulled three. I think, I think, I think in the last four years, they pulled a total of five, four star recruits. Yep. And then in the last recruiting class, they pulled seven in what is being called the greatest recruiting class of all time.
5: Okay. So, so I didn't like Jimbo's response he, oh my God, savings not God. He's out here cheating and this, this, this. And I was like, bro, what's up with you? He never said you cheated. He just said the system should not operate the way it's operating.
4: And I, he even said we might have to do what they do. Yes. Why would it, why would it be cheating if he's saying we might have to? Correct, do
5: well? dude. If th- this was a hit dog hollers. It it, it made me think about when I when I first started playing poker, and I remember I saw somebody like you know how people will make huge bets sometimes on pots that don't like way over bet the pot, and I remember a guy was like, "Why so much?" Like I would have folded if I would have folded for a hundred bucks, but the fact that you bet a thousand, I'm calling, and he was right. So it's like I, I didn't understand Jimbo's fervent like defense and because Saban didn't say what what he thinks that he said and and I and I can at the same time say that Texas saying m that they did financially compensate their entire recruiting class and say there's nothing wrong with it. I mean right. the 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 idea, dude, these multimillionaire coaches some of them have made over 20, 30, 50, 100 million dollars coaching. you cr- Fisher is a 100 million dollar guy, guaranteed. Yeah, and you're crying about name image and likeness. Oh my god, we're having a tough time get recruits. You you are handsomely paid to figure it out. Nobody wants to hear your incessant whining. We don't we don't want to hear you um, Dabo Sweeney. Oh man, this is uh, yo, at the uh, point in time, players, players start getting, getting paid. I'm out. You, you still hear, you hear, you still here? you're still here. Like it's yeah. a, it's, this is a millionaire problem to figure out. And the idea that players are getting money. The, the reason why they are upset, Ralph, is because it compromises their control over the players.
4: And they are control freaks.
5: Yes. They want to be able to – Lincoln Riley had a kid on his team last year when he was at Oklahoma trying to transfer to Texas A&M closer to home. He was a backup quarterback. He was like third string. And, and he was like, oh, no, 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 no. I'm not granting you a transfer because it's in
4: conference. Bro, he's going to texas a and i A&M – I'm sorry, he was going to Texas Tech. Right. Meanwhile, everybody knew Jordan Addison was headed to USC before he put in his transfer at Pitt and nobody has anything to say. Like, that's the amazing thing is that Lincoln Riley has been publicly accused of cheating by Colorado, Arizona State, Oklahoma, University of Pittsburgh. And he's just kept his head down and did his thing.
5: You can't steal nobody that want to be stolen. You you can't (laughs) steal nobody that wants to be stolen.
4: Right. And, And Kirby Smart. And your boy, uh, Josh Pate did a really good job of pointing out that this is absolutely true. Kirby smart pointed out that if tampering is going on, it's actually happening from the player end, not the coaching end it's coaches receiving contact from players who are already elsewhere saying, do you have room for me? Yes. Like, and I, again, I've been part of that. I've had people reach out to me and say, can you connect me to a coach? I've got a son who's at X, uh, X Pac 12 school, and they are looking to possibly have more playing time elsewhere do you still have connects with uh, X, Y coach? That's happened multiple times with multiple players. So I've experienced that. I know that to be true. But the interesting thing to me is like you have all these people talking crazy shit about USC and they're just keeping their head down, doing their thing. Nick Saban comes out and says, hey, we might have to start doing what Texas a and M's doing. And Jimbo Fisher calls a press conference to say, Nick Saban has cheated everywhere he's ever been and that his dad should have beat him more.
5: Yes, <laughs> like, yes, yes. And, well, and well, well the, he, he should have got like, slapped in the face when he was like, bro. Like, yeah.
4: And the incredible thing about you? Jim O'Fisher, Jim was like, I've never cheated in my life. Nick che- Saban's cheated everywhere he's been. You worked for Nick Saban for a long time.
5: Yes. If he cheated, and, and then, cheated. He's, and then And then he was like, hey, listen, there's a, there, 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 there's a reason why I ne- never went back to work with Nick. Uh because you know, I don't want to be a part No, the reason why you didn't is cause you've been a fucking head coach the whole time, bro. As soon as you needed a soup kitchen for for rehabilitation coaches, you'd to took your dad down to, to Tuscaloosa and been an analyst just like everybody else does.
4: Just like Sark, just like Lane, just like Bill O'Brien. Come on, man. But it, <laughs> it, here, here's here's where here's where Nick Saban shot himself in the foot like it, it because he was kind of untouchable. And, and, and I, I, there was some real like Trumpian stuff about the, the only thing that Jimbo Fisher stopped short of was giving Nick Saban a nickname. Yes. Like everybody yeah. could refer to him. Cause calling him God is one thing, but like, but like y- if he would have given him a nickname, cause it Crispy was, Nick. he never accused him of been anything. Like, it had, it had been said, been like cringy, cringy Nick. Yeah. Like he, creepy he, Nick. He, he, he never gave one. He said, yeah, He's cheated everywhere he's been, but he didn't give one specific example.
5: Nick the Slick, that's what he had to call him.
4: Right, 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 right. Slick one Nick. One place where Nick Saban shot himself in the foot is I watched, like, a lot of prominent black athletes who have made transitions into media yesterday ask publicly what the hell Nick Saban's doing with an HBCU in his mouth. And I was like, well, th- that's – that that's a dangerous line to be. Yeah,
5: yeah, bro. Don't don't get to talking about what Dion doing down there. And apparent and you you know Saban and Dion are in those Affleck commercials. And when uh, <laughs> Dion was on I am athlete last night, because remember he was like I'm going to respond to this stuff. Then he said I'm not going to respond. <laughs> yeah, so I guarantee you he talked to Nick Saban, and then he was and and Nick. Actually came out and apologized. He was like, "Listen, I shouldn't have singled out Texas A and M because this is a problem that I believe is going on in college football." Blah blah blah. He didn't even acknowledge the the Jackson State thing, which was right. Don't even just 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 glance over it, pal. But, dude, okay, Nick Saban's acting like an old curmudgeon right now. The idea that players getting money and for fans, I understand that initially it's jarring because all of these changes are happening quickly. And when you have a lot of change quickly, it it, it jarred. You're like, oh, no, I don't like it. But and it's tough to keep up with the roster, all of that stuff. But five years from now, this will feel a lot more normal. I mean, it was it was like it was like the first time people saw you know, two men kissing or two women kissing on TV. They were like, oh, no. And then, okay. and, and now they're like, oh, okay, it's Tuesday.
4: It's Tuesday. Okay, but well, does Jimbo Fisher have the energy to keep keep this feud up? Because I'm telling you, he does not. No, no, no. He A-
5: Absolutely not, dude. Because if they lose to Alabama this year, You know, you know, after the way that he shit talked that that if if Alabama gets the chance to blow them out, because if the game were played today, the line on the game would be minus 16. For Alabama. So if if, imagine if Alabama's up by 25 in the fourth quarter with the with the with the ball, what are they going to do?
4: Oh, it's, uh, it's Bryce Young time. <laughs> Finish him. <laughs> yeah. Finish him. <laughs> I I think I, I do. I, here's what I, I, of all of this, it was entertaining. I thought Deion Sanders did the absolute best job that he possibly could capitalizing on the moment. And, uh, and so did Travis Hunter. Kudos to them. Right. Yes. I look at what Jimbo Fisher did and I, you got to defend yourself. You got to close ranks. He, he definitely went overboard him saying that they're over him saying that Nick Saban's a cheat him saying that his dad should have slapped him. All that stuff's going to come He's back so out him, of pocket, bro. Like, yeah, that was, that was a bit much. Uh, Nick Saban did probably need to apologize because it was a, it was an event where like that stuff got out and he could have alluded to the fact that like, you could have just said there are situations in which players are signing their rights to capitalize on their name, image and likeness away for a flat fee yeah. in order to gain a commitment to the school. We're not participating in that right now, you but cannot, we might have to.
5: Yeah. And he players, said we
4: might have to.
5: And here's the thing is that players in the case, they have to have people advocating for them because initially companies were just throwing out money saying, all right, cool. We own your likeness in perpetuity for this amount of money. But you have to be very strategic. You just got those rights, and to give them away for a nominal fee? Nah, fam. Nah, absolutely not. It, that fee needs to be super hefty. If you're if you're Nico I, I Am Aleva, are you going to sign your? Is it reasonable to sign your rights over for like 15 years for two million dollars a year each? Probably. You know what I mean? Be, be, because now you've hedged yeah. your bet. Like so, if he doesn't turn out, I'm I'm not sure of the structure of the contract, but but if he's getting eight million dollars if he stays there plus the three fifty for 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 four years, bro, that's eight point three million dollars in and especially if he gets the, the the rest of it while he's in Tennessee in a tax free state, well in, in a state tax free state, dude. I I don't know what else you could possibly Want because that kid, regardless of the outcome, is going to have himself in a good spot, like give himself a good head start in life. So yeah. you didn't answer the question: Are you on Team Saban or are you on Team Jimbo?
4: I don't think it's possible to be on Team Jimbo here, just because it was he he made something where there was really, really not anything. They're both going to be fine. I'm on team. I'm on Team Pac-12. I guess I'm I guess I'm on Team Lincoln Riley where you can you could just hoard all this talent.
5: Oh, okay. Uh, okay, now now speaking of Jordan Addison though, who just went yeah. to USC, everyone's like, Oh, I think he was pump faking. He knew he was going to USC the whole time. And it's so he just wild wanted to, me to like he had
4: to pretend like Texas was being considered. Like, our guy Adam Brenneman, he was like, hey, this dude is going to USC for this amount of money. He was still on Pitt's team. He was still on Pitt's team when this news broke. Yep. Like, the idea that he weighed all his options. that Like, the whole point was to go to USC, and then he had to pretend like he was considering other things. That is, it's so goofy. Dude, that it, USC's roster like
5: that. construction is the weirdest thing you've ever seen.
4: Dude. I don't think it's that much different than it's been in, in, in years past where they had five, six, five star receivers, a five star quarterback. And then who else? I see people saying no one's going to be able to stop USC. Who says that USC is going to be able to get off the field? Correct. Who Says that.
5: Like, and, and who are, and and is it going to be OK if they are running around for their life? Oh, hold up too, hold up too, fam. I have heard from a very reliable source that the Malachi Nelson commitment ain't as secure as it looks. That, that, that this, that the, some of the stuff that's promised ain't been, ain't been, uh, secured yet. So there may be some back channeling some other, uh, so watch, watch that one.
4: You may you you mean we might have some Jerry Bus economics going on here? Oh yeah.
5: Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, That uh that it sounded real good, but until that pen get gets to paper, this USC recruiting class with three five stars might not end up like it like it look right now, fam.
4: Just it's, a, it's it is de- it's, it's definitely the wild, wild rest right now. And I'm I'm looking forward to at some point it normalizing the contracts making more sense what i don't want to see so i got this friend she's like a a, like a mommy blogger right and and in the beginning she was doing kind of well for herself and did a couple of family photo shoots and like signed the rights away to those photos now she's a lot bigger a lot bigger Mm. and you drive around town you see her family photo on the side of a grocery store truck because those photos are owned in perpetuity. They're not getting any compensation for that.
5: Wow.
4: So, like, just imagine you have some five-star athlete that blows up, wins the Heisman, gets drafted number one overall, but, like, Sam's family market in their hometown gets to, <laughs> to have, like, a picture of them holding a rutabaga in perpetuity forever. <laughs> like, that oh. that type of stuff is is all at play here. It's all at play. Like the idea that like, yes, we finally have access to money, but you have, you finally have access to a whole new level of exploitation.
5: Yep. Exactly. You,
4: you gotta be really, really careful Mm. in the ways you give access Mm -hmm. to -hmm. your image for other people to make money with.
5: Oh yeah, dude. And I'm moving real careful, right, right, right now (laughs) moving real careful.
3: I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio Radio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever
5: you get your podcast. All right, uh, next thing up, Ralph's boy Elon Musk is. It it, it feels like. Wait, what? Why are you laughing?
4: <laughs> okay, I just say every everybody that you have a problem with, or anybody who does something stupid. Always ends up being my guy.
5: (laughs) (laughs) So, listen, I am a, I am a, like, I like Elon Musk in general, right? He's been an innovator. He created Tesla. But I do think that there are some things that, that in the, in the, in the growth, right, that that has happened so quickly. Like it's been meteoric rise for him financially, for the company, for all of these things. That they grew so fast that they are running into problems. That that they didn't care about company culture as much. They're being sued by everybody and a they mama. They've lost a hundred million dollars in racism suits, all sorts of stuff, right? So, I think that they have missed that they have been missed a lot, a lot of blind spots, right? And yes, the the CEO and the founder has to take responsibility for it because he is the tip of the spear. He's the highest point and he's got to set the culture lower than him, who's got to set that culture, who's got to set, like, it's got to keep trickling down. And he has to have a zero tolerance policy for all of these sorts of things. And that hasn't happened. You know what I mean? So, So I think that it's partially because the company grew so fast. He's had some failures, some successes. SpaceX has been good. The satellites, all this, like he's done some wonderful things. Tesla may have may have some issues with the autopilot, may have some issues with the with the actual greenness of the batteries and all of this stuff. Right. But those are typical company problems like like Nike has had other companies like have had that you have to get get fixed but my only issue with elon right right now is he goes to go by twitter so he doesn't disclose that to the sec about the share about how many shares that he actually owns and bought and all that owns nine percent of twitter was their largest shareholder that got trumped and then now then he was like i'm gonna join the board okay not i'm gonna do a hostile takeover. And now, for the forty-four billion, he was going to buy it from. He's about twelve billion short, or fourteen because billion short.
4: Tesla, along with every other stock in America, is in a free fall.
5: Yes, and he lost billions in crypto. All it like so, it, he's just in a cash crunch right now. He's not poor; <laughs> he's in a cash crunch. So it's hard for him to secure the financing for that. And people are like, "Well, he's worth." Way more than what he's trying to buy it for. Yeah, but he's leveraged. He's got stock in Tesla. Like he can't just, you know, like, like, like Oprah Oprah's cash rich.
4: Mm-hmm.
5: Elon Musk ain't cash rich. Cash rich. He don't just have billions of dollars in that that he can just, you know, get access to quickly. He ain't he ain't Oprah in 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 that way. And some other people who are more liquid. It's like people who own who are billionaires, but they own so much real estate. Like they're not cash rich like that.
4: Right. They're not. He's not, he, he's fighting back against the oil barons. He's not an oil baron. Exactly. Exactly. The, that We're, that cash doesn't flow in his stock. That cash <laughs> flows in his cash.
5: Yes, exactly. So now, now that he went to go buy Twitter, he said he would let, um,
4: can we talk he, about the idea of purchasing Twitter? Okay. Go on. And now, I, this may come to surprise you, I've never been to a club.
5: Never in your life?
4: No, I've never been out clubbing, never had bottle service, never had a table. Nothing like that. It always felt to me like the people who live that club lifestyle, who are going out every night, they're in the club with all these people, seeing, you know, you you want want to see who all else is there, party with people, like make yourself feel important. I've always felt like the people who go clubbing feel like clubs are important. And the people who don't go clubbing don't understand how people make that part of their life, right? And when you're in the club, and you have the best table, and you're buying everybody drinks, you feel like the most important person in the world. But the truth is, most of the world is asleep in their own beds. Correct. And don't even know you exist, right? That's kind of the way I look at Twitter. Twitter is the place where all the conversation is happening, but it's like 8% of the population. Not everybody's on Twitter. Twitter's not real life. It's just where the news and conversation is happening. Yes. And I feel like Elon was like, I'm going to buy drinks for everybody in this place. <laughs> and I'm going to pay club prices. Yeah. To buy oh, my God. For everybody in this place. Yeah. But like, why? Twitter's not real life. Owning Twitter isn't actually going to make no, the world better. He said he was comm- going
5: to make it better. Like one of the and one of the oh oh and then but then come to find out a good portion of his followers are bots and it it's crazy. Um but to but to understand buying Twitter. One of the things that Twitter could do that they don't do that it would be tremendous would be ID ver- verification. Yes. That absolutely. that would, that would make would a love that. that would make Twitter a lot less toxic. Because you can't have 8743 r <laughs> r a g w 8743 First name
4: bunch of numbers. Yes. Yeah. I think they should I genuinely think Twitter should just verify anybody who is who they say they are, who uses their own photo and their own name. Yep. Because this whole economy of it, the one of the most insufferable things about Twitter is there's people with check marks next to their name that have used that to create a platform for themselves to just be the dumbest, worst, loudest, most obnoxious people on the planet. And it it's not just political; it's it, you know it, it's journalists with 500 followers that you know, but they got the check mark, so they they get amplified with uh you know and if. How about if everybody has that, then nobody has that and i and I feel strongly that that is where verification should head in the direction of' if you are who you say you are, you got that check mark next to your name, and nobody is more important than somebody else for just having written three freelance articles for Yahoo back in two thousand thirteen
5: yeah, <clears throat> bro, this is.
4: What do you, so long story short, Elon Musk starts to tell people that liberalism and progressive, progressive progressivism, he starts to tell people that these things are, are bad, that the left moving further to the left has made him look more like he's on the right, so he's just going to start voting like it. And that if anything bad comes out about him, consider it a political attack. And then what, what happened, George
5: Two um, SpaceX paid $250,000 to settle sexual harassment accusations against Elon Musk
4: for showing his penis to allegedly showing his penis to a flight attendant who SpaceX makes their flight attendants become masseuses, which is weird enough. Yeah. Um, for showing his penis and offering to buy her a horse.
5: Yes. Oh, and then he came out in the Amber Heard trial with Johnny Depp over some fucking embryos. You're like, like, bro, what are you doing? So, so I, for
4: but for him saying, like, hey, anything that comes out about me, it's because I told you I'm because he Republican. knows
5: all this stuff is gonna come out. Like, he knows. What is going to come out? It doesn't because they they hit you up for comment on it first. It
4: is why are so many why are so many conservatives so um, willing to give him the benefit of the doubt and exalt him? And because him he's up? going like, to
5: let dear leader back on Twitter first thing. Second thing,
4: do you really think that
2: and and the
5: second thing is, is that I see it's so tough because I hate lumping people in buckets. Right. Because I'm a person who has conservative views and what would be deemed as liberal views on different subjects. Right. And and then some and then some libertarian views on some of them. Like I'm like I feel like I'm a normal human. Right.
4: Right. Well, but not somebody who refers to yourself as a free thinker, just yeah. a normal human. Yes. Just just, just, a n- just somebody who is not going to let somebody else decide what your whole platform is.
5: Correct. So. Right. But for some of the Repu- from the far right of the Republican Party, right, they have been openly saying that democracy Is terrible, right? That 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 that's mob rule and all of this stuff. But it's like the country was founded on this,
4: and then Matt Matt Walsh wing of of the the theocrats, the Matt Walsh wing of Republicans, yeah.
5: And then the far left is like so open minded that their brains are falling out. So so it's like (laughs) fair. So it's like you have these two factions and they're the ones screaming the loudest. And they're the ones who are the political, you know, uh, leaders and the political voices. So so now you have Elon, who is coming unglued on Twitter. Clearly, Tesla stock is crashing. It, It it is an avalanche on him at this point the company employs 110,000 people and when you think about what he was doing with like dogecoin and other stuff like there's some level of innovation but there's crazy with the innovation feels like kanye where where like you get like these some some of these people are so freaking creative and and dope that they create something that is fantastic But they can also burn it to the ground, too, at the same time, like where a man's strengths flow from the same well as his weaknesses.
4: Yeah. A very common thing on this podcast that we always say is the thing that got you to the party is not what keeps you there.
5: Correct. Correct. It can get you to the party and it can also get you kicked out of the party.
4: Right. You can get to the party in your Tesla, but if you drive it through the front door, (laughs) you're not going to you're not going to be welcome. Exactly, bro. Exactly. So you. So what? What's the? So he's not. He's not going to buy Twitter. He's not going to buy Twitter. He can't afford it. Yeah. Um. There's no reason he should have bid it up that much anyway. But what I'm seeing is a lot of people who are like, "Please, Elon, come save us." There, it, 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 There's like some idolatry there. There's some like hero worship of a billionaire. Oh yeah. And and I. Do we need somebody powerful to have our views so badly that we're willing to overlook things? To prostrate ourselves before them like yes it just feels like billionaire worship is one of the weirder forms of insecurity you can just feel the way clearly
5: they're doing it right but but if you look at the billionaires divorced uh crazy situations with their kids Uh, they're not doing it right they're successful at their job like that right. doesn't we're, we're, mean, mean you're doing life right because you yeah, have and it's the possible most money.
4: People, people weren't meant to have literally everything. Cause you want to talk about like Elon Musk is now accused of paying off somebody for $250,000 for showing them his, his penis. Well, what about the second richest man on the planet? Oh, his brother-in-law of his, uh, I guess, or, or I guess mistress brother-in-law or whatever. <laughs> Jacked a dick pic out of his phone? Well, let's look at the third most richest man. Oh, just hung out with Jeffrey Epstein and, and his high school girlfriend once a year and his wife divorced him. Uh I, I don't I don't <laughs> hell, want man? that life, bro. That life seems miserable. Like I just, the I don't I don't need a billionaire to agree with me, and it stinks that the system basically makes it so unless a, a very, very rich person agrees with your politics, you're probably not, not going to see the needle Dude, moved in the direction I used you want to, it to move.
5: I used to want to be like my goal as a kid. I was like, I want to be the richest man in the world. Like that was my goal. I want to be the richest man in the world. And as I've gotten older and seen these things, I was like, ah, rich looks different to me. Rich looks different to me. Like, I like I want to be powerful. Yes. But but rich, the richest. nah. And and in terms of the way the world looks, looks at it. But now I look at my riches as more my kids, my family, wife, like all of these things are the things that actually keep you happy and keep you out in the world. And yes, financial success is 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 important. (laughs) because it is better to be able to go on vacation and not be able to go on vacation.
4: So (laughs) You know, my old thing is I just don't want to be the source of my own lack of peace. And there seems to be a level in which you have so much that you, that you just create a different level of problem for yourself than you would have ever been able or equipped to solve because they're not the type of problems you grew up having because you didn't grow up a billionaire. Yep.
3: I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A Smith show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or
5: wherever you get your podcast. So, now it is time for top 5. Top 5 today, people. And today it is the top 5 food cuisines from around the earth. And this one was a very tough list for me because I'm a very how I'm feeling on that day person. Okay, like there are some days where I cannot get enough of X food or Y food. Like, like sometimes I want ramen, like, the, and I can't get it out of my brain until I get good ramen. Some days I want Mexican food. Some days I want some uh, homemade Italian. Some like it just all depends. So this was very difficult for for me, but. None nonetheless. Number 5. Who is your number 5?
4: Uh, for number 5, and it just beat out Korean food. Just beat it. Just just barely. It is Spanish food because I am convinced paella might be the best dish on the planet. Tapas are cool, like Spanish food's good, but like paella to me is the best thing that you can have. Um it is like complicated, takes a really long time to make. But I love it, and so that puts it in a solid number five for me. And I'm looking at it, like, when I rank it, I'm looking at it as, like, if I could only eat this nationality for the rest of my life, how would I rank it?
5: Mm, Okay. Ironically, we agree, my friend, because I was debating at number five between Chinese and Spanish. But that paella is just so freaking fire, and you can make – Different you can make seafood paez, you can make chicken paillas, Why? or like they can or you can combine them all. And paella is fantastic. And also so are the other many Spanish foods. So I'm going Spanish with my number five, slightly over Chinese.
4: Uh coming in at number four, and I know that uh, I this is this is sort of cheating, uh, but Mediterranean. I guess more specifically Greek, but um, Calamata mm. olives are one of my top oh, five yuck. favorite oh, foods. Shit. Maybe my was, favorite snack. Oh god! <laughs> I love gyros I love. Uh, oh, I, I love olives. Uh, olives are like. Oh, I do love olives. Yeah,
5: olives are like what? What you think pineapples are? Olives are awful. Do not put them. <laughs> I remember when they used to put when when I used to eat Mexican pizzas. And by the way, I'm going to get a Mexican pizza today. And I, have I no went the idea day why.
4: before. I went the day before like an age.
5: <laughs> dude, I haven't had like Taco tomorrow. Bell probably in a year, but just the Same. fact that the Mexican pizza came back, I was like I, I need it. Do you remember no, when I, they used to I, put olives on the Mexican Chalupa. pizza?
4: Like, I do. I do the I used to be like no olives. Olives are a weird thing, yeah. Oh
5: god. Dude, canned olive, black olives, green olives, red, no, none of them big, are big
4: fresh olives. Stuffed olives? Olive nope. Hot oil? Nope. Come on, man. No way. What about olive oil? What about olive oil?
5: Yes, I eat olive like oil. Like
4: cooking oil. Okay. Yeah. All right. So it's but, not like.
5: But the majority of the time, I use avocado oil.
4: Okay. Of course you do. <laughs> it's and salt. It's got a high smoke
5: point, dude.
4: It's got a higher price point, probably.
5: It does. It does that too. Mm-hmm. But I, I, you act like olive oil is cheap. It's not.
4: Yeah. I, yeah but it's, especially I, it's, if you
5: get like cold cold pressed olive oil.
4: Your own pita. Like if I had to like. That if, if I got stuck eating one food for the rest of my life that I wouldn't get, like, bored of, would be some, like, uh, iceberg lettuce, gyro, uh, tzatziki sauce, and, and, and pita.
5: Mm, that sounds yours amazing, bro. Yes, yes. Yeah. Yours are amazing. All right. My number four is, is Korean. I love me some freaking Korean food, bro. I mean, it is completely... Oh, my God. I love Korean barbecue, but you can't go to the all you can eat places like you got to go to like the the nicer places. So they have higher quality meat. That's the only way to go. But KBB is I mean, you get bim bim bop. You get um, I mean, just so many things that are tremendous. And it is Korean food is spectacular.
4: I would ab- I'm not a huge red meat guy, but I would absolutely abuse my stomach over some spicy bulgogi. I do it like 30 days in a row. I don't care. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, Shout out to my wife's people. Number three, I'm going Italian. Yeah. Um, It's hard to not have it in your top three. Uh, There's just so many good Italian dishes, and I'm not even including pizza, which is, I guess, not or like a bastardized Italian, but like – I. I can't even think of a time in my life when we've ever had, like, an Italian-themed meal that I walked away unhappy. Um, Carbonara is ridiculous. Uh, Just changing the shape of a noodle can change your entire... Yes, um, experience,
5: yes. Yes. It is made out of the exact same stuff.
4: (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. But, like, Alfredo, oh, my Lord. Um, just, uh, Just Shrimp. Shrimp and pasta. I have a weird
5: relationship with Italian food. Yeah, because like there are some Italian like I like soup. I'm more of a high end Italian food kind of kind of person. Mm-hmm. Like or or homemade. Like if yes, like if or the you're noodles, h-
4: hanging the pasta noodles.
5: Yes, if the noodles are homemade, like I don't need like and w- and that's what I mean by high end pasta. Like yeah. homemade noodles. If the noodles are homemade, I'm 100 in. I remember when I went to Italy, the craziest thing to me was eating a pizza in Italy. It blew my mind. I was like, I'm eating a pizza. I'm eating pasta in Italy. Like, this is mind-blowing. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I, I'll just give you m- what, my number three. But
4: Well, what, what, what people, the thing about Italian is, and the thing that they don't get credit for, is they really do have the sandwich game cornered.
5: Yes. They do. Yeah, but you and- but, but you but you got to make sure you get soft bread because sometimes they'll have hard bread and it hurts the roof of your mouth. Mm-mm. Um, my number three, staying in the Asian market, Japanese. God, okay. I love ramen, sushi. I'm I'm in the Japanese. They do it 100 right. Can't wait to go to J- Japan and eat my ass off, or or, <laughs> or 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 eat my or eat more ass on. on. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I think, Jap- Japanese yeah. number three.
4: Sushi is elite. Um, it also like there's times when you don't live in the right place for it. Oh yeah, it is not correct. Um, so like the hit and miss part of sushi is what kind of kept it off my list. My number two is Mexican. Um, Mexican food really is the, and, and I understand like some people are like oh like tacos and burritos. Like yes, obviously, of course, but. Uh, coastal Mexican food, ceviche. Oh,
5: yes, ceviche is spectacular. Sopas and and fish uh, tacos.
4: Yes, <laughs> Bro. like you. So I, I would like my only regret of m- moving out of Arizona is not having Sonoran Mexican food.
5: Oh my god! Um, yes, street tacos on every corner, undefeated. Yeah. So yes.
4: Oh, Mexican street corn. Yes, Dude, I'm, yes. I'm getting hungry.
5: My number two is Mexican as well. It is fucking spectacular, dude. It is undefeated. God, I remember when I first had Mexican food, aside from Taco Bell, when I first moved from Memphis out to California, I was like, what is this? And then, and then I wouldn't eat guacamole when I was young because it was green. It was gross. But right. now I'm like, bro, what was I missing my entire life? Dude, good guac is undefeated.
4: I'm I'm with you. Uh, so my number one, see if you can guess it. I I'm, I'm 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 guarantee you will not. Well, I sent it to you. So I never
5: no, 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 I didn't I didn't I didn't read it. Okay, okay. The the only thing I saw on your list that I remembered was Italian and I didn't remember where. And you already said it, so mm-hmm. uh maybe Thai or
4: I can't do Thai, man. I don't it, it it's a uh, it I for some reason I like spicy food, but like Thai spice it's a different level. Like my my, my mouth, my tongue, n- no way.
5: Yeah. Can okay. My, oh. my number
4: one is French food. What? If I could only eat one like nationality, one culture for the rest of my life, like I was stuck and I was thinking about it, breakfast, lunch, and dinner, right? They kill it with breakfast. Crepes, French toast, quiche, like it's over. Like they they win breakfast. No, so that's quiche is well, what's the most a, what's your good overrated Italian breakfast. It is
5: by far the most overrated breakfast there is.
4: You're not having good quiche, and finally, you eat crepes instead. Crepes are crepes crepe, are elite, and you can crepes any are, combination.
5: Pancakes are better than crepes. Crepes are a dessert; they're not a actual freaking food. You have um, not
4: been eating the right crepes. Then a nice like spinach and feta, mushroom crepe. Ass. That's oh that's hell no. Oh
5: god, absolutely not.
4: Okay, they're really they're they're super solid with uh w- with meats. There's some there's some French food that I I don't necessarily like vibe with like escargot and stuff like that, but like it um potatoes au gratin, I could eat that as the main side to lunch and dinner every day of my you entire life. You have lost
5: bite. your damn mind.
4: They're just really 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 good Dude, I like w- I once had meats, a lobster cargo seasoning
5: no, okay. no, their seasoning is is subpar a lot of times. But, okay, guess what my number one is? And I figured out something that should not have been left off my list.
4: Your number one. I feel like you're a barbecue guy. I feel like you're gonna give a shout out to the United States of America here. America, it's actually
5: is it? So, it's actually soul food. Soul food, oh, but right. but it's soul food slash barbecue because they they kind of go 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 hand in hand. Because you know I like to smoke a lot of meat, and and I love and and when I make barbecue, make some baked beans, some greens, some bro, we and like my mother's dressing is my favorite thing on, on the planet and it is spectacular, but something I left off my, my list that I have to throw Spanish food off for and move all the way up to number three is Hawaiian food. Jesus Christ. I could, (laughs) if I could eat at Helena's in Hawaii every day, I would bro. That Ivan, dude, I would eat some poi and some. Oh, oh, I'm. My,
4: I want to change. Crush crushing it. S- spam and macadamia nuts.
5: Of course, bro. <laughs> uh, spam <laughs> ma- musubi, <laughs> musubi, musubi, musubi. However you say that damn thing with the with the with the, with the rice, the spam. And the seaweed wrapped wrapped around, bro, I'm a 100% it. They sell those things on every single corner. And you get shaved ice with the ice cream on the bottom. Bro, Hawaiian food is undefeated.
4: I feel like you kind of cheated there at the end. Soul food combination barbecue. But
5: okay, just soul just food
4: there. Why don't you just go like southern, the American south? Okay, cool. Which the- I guess... Does that include New Orleans? I don't feel like it should. No,
5: no, no, it okay. doesn't. It does That's not include cre- Creole food. Oh, damn, I didn't even think about that. <laughs> Shit.
4: This is a disaster. Damn, also-
5: I'll throw Hawaiian and Spanish off to add Creole food. No, no, damn. I don't know, man. You're not
4: even thinking about breakfast, lunch, dinner. The disrespect to the to, to our, our French brothers and sisters Disappointed in you.
5: Listen, I don't even really eat for the show, so I'm a pancakes and waffles. I'm American. Um, all right. Last thing up, Ralph told me about the Red Ranger. Tell me about the Red Ranger, my friend.
4: Oh man. So uh one of the things that we've talked about at length on this show is athletes scamming um like medical programs. Yes. You keep seeing guys like Clinton Portis get in trouble for for taking, taking money and defrauding, um, these programs that are help. So to help athletes get healthy, help get them back on their feet. Well, what we're going to see a lot more of is the feds busting people who, who, uh, took out, um, is it payment protection plan loans, PPP loans during, yeah. during COVID, um, in the summer, 2020. And in 2021, uh, people who, who took a bunch of money to help make payroll, but they didn't actually have any businesses or anything like that, and the latest victim happens to be the original Red Power Ranger, Austin St. John, who uh, uh, was arrested with a group of other people for um, uh, defrauding the government of $3.5 million. Uh, He was one of 18 people arrested um, and they said that uh, the indictment claims that there was wire fraud led by uh I'm assuming maybe his brother Michael Hill, um, who arranged for 18 defendants to file for PPP loans through an existing or newly created small business. So like a business that didn't even yeah, exist yet. So prior, the original yeah. r- the original Red Power Ranger is uh is g- going to jail, probably. even ass thief. Take his lock him <laughs> up. Lock him up. <laughs> You the funniest thing is before we recorded, I was like, Oh my god, I think the red power ranger's going to jail. And you said, Please don't let it be the black guy.
5: I'm sorry. Dude, black people get a bad rap for enough stuff. <laughs> we can't actually be doing stuff. You know what I mean? <laughs> like like that the stick was already bad. So like I like when whenever whenever there's a shooter like when the subway shooter in new york i was like this motherfucker like
4: (laughs) man i i don't know what to say here but i do think that there i think there's a curse there's a red ranger curse because this is not the first uh red ranger to get in trouble with the law are you aware of uh the the other story no. What's 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 the other story, Ralph? Uh Ricardo Medina from Power Rangers Wild Force um ha, pled guilty in 2017 to murder. What? Murder. He killed his roommate with a sword. Bro, for what?
5: Was he oh, he was he was high or something, right? Like he thought uh, that he was getting a demon out of him or something? At, or or, says, or or did I just imagine that?
4: <laughs> Ricardo Medina reportedly had gotten into an argument with his roommate over Medina's then girlfriend, which turned physical and ended with Medina stabbing suitor multiple times with a sword. Um, here is the uh, the craziest thing about that is uh, he is facing or he is in the process of serving six years in prison while the person who stole $3.5 million is facing 20 years in prison.
0: You can kill your roommate, but don't.